This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, September 21st, 2011. I'm Caleb Brown. One of the great unsung bulwarks of liberty is the state constitution, which in many cases goes farther in protecting individual liberty than the U.S. Constitution. Darcy Olson, president of the Goldwater Institute and former Cato scholar, comments on the role of state constitutions in securing liberty. I think we all understand how important checks and balances were to the founders. And one of the most important checks and balances that they made sure stayed in place as they as the United States was being formed was the primacy of the state constitutions at that time. And in fact, the U.S. Constitution was based on the Virginia state constitution. And what the founders believed was that having two different sets of constitutions, if you will, would provide a double security for the rights of the people. So that if the one document did not protect their rights, they could seek redress under the other document and vice versa. Now, states typically uh, vary in the level of protection that they provide for any given uh, right, but states often go much farther than the U.S. Constitution from gun rights, to speech, to the ability to walk around freely without government interference. One of the best kept secrets in American politics is the strength of state constitutions. We all understand how important the U.S. Constitution is and how many of our rights it protects, but what I think so many people don't know is that the federal constitution provides a baseline for those rights, a floor for those rights underneath which you cannot fall, but that the states can provide a greater level for free speech, a greater protection for property rights than the federal constitution does. And this is particularly important the more the courts erode the U.S. constitution. So the state constitutions, for instance, offer greater protections in many cases for the right to privacy, private property rights parental rights, free speech, taxpayer rights. Taxpayers have standing in states that they don't have at the federal level. Give me an example where state constitutions have served as this kind of check, this sort of uh, dam, if you will, against encroachment at the federal level. I think one of the greatest examples we have of the power and strength of state laws and state constitutions uh, comes in the aftermath of the Kelo decision, uh, where we had a situation where the U.S. Supreme Court basically eviscerated Fifth Amendment property rights uh, and said that the, you know, government can take private property pretty much for any purpose, as long as the next owner can make a little bit more money off your property than you were. And uh, so what happened in the aftermath of that decision was that the states uh, passed several constitutional uh, amendments and also by statute protections for private property that far exceed the Fifth Amendment's now very low federal baseline. So for instance, in the state of Arizona, you have what was called Proposition 207 that provides not only against government takings, uh, but also against government regulatory takings. And several times we've already been able to enforce this law, and we have greater protections for private property owners in Arizona than any other state in the nation, and certainly far above that very low federal standard. Where is it uh, typical to see a large gulf between protections understood to exist by present constitutional law in the federal constitution and 
the clear understanding of protections that exist at the state level. I think one of the greatest areas where we see this is parental rights. I mean, there are several cases that have been heard under the U.S. Constitution where they've basically said that parents have very little rights regarding uh, what their children learn in school uh, or making decisions over how they raise their children. At the state level, we have the exact opposite. We have very strong parental rights laws that have been passed, some of which belong in constitutions and some of which are just strong statutes, uh, where we give primacy to the parents over bureaucrats in making decisions about what happens in the classroom. Darcy Olson is the president of the Goldwater Institute. We spoke in Phoenix, Arizona in late August. You can get a copy of the popular Cato Constitution at our website, cato.org.